Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo Namaha, Jai Ganesh. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org. And if you'd like, subscribe to our podcasts. Be a Bikan or be a Khan. True religion and spirituality always go together. A guru is, of course, a Hindu teacher. The New Age, quote, spiritual gurus, unquote, and their, quote, certified teachers, unquote, often present their techniques as something unique. But they are most generally teaching, without disclosure, the Hindu dharma, Hinduism, and its many yogas. Like any fundamentalist universalist, these, quote, spiritual teachers, unquote, or, quote, gurus, claim that, quote, yoga is applicable to everyone's religion. In true doublespeak, this rhetoric is designed to draw the unsophisticated away from any specific religion and into the cult of the, quote, universal teacher or organization, unquote. Openly or deceptively, these individuals and groups denounce following any other religion, which paradoxically creates a fundamentalist position. Though the universalist teacher may claim to respect all religions, simply ask them, what is your religion? The claim that is one is beyond all religion begs the question and is actually a sign of an inflated ego. The fact that there are numerous so-called spiritual gurus and their ilk preying upon others is simply an indication of our shallow materialistic and egocentric nature. Considering that prostitution and gambling are ancient practices, it is easy to see how many are duped by the promise of instant gratification involving no commitment and little work. Pretty alluring in any age. P.T. Barnum said, there's a sucker born every minute. Considering the temptation for anyone to rather quickly assume the role of a, quote, spiritual leader, unquote, or simply an exercise guru, an easy market is created for counterfeit yoga certifications. The cult executive officer, CEO, are of course not unique, though this is an enticing hook. An extraordinary number of these CEOs are simply repackaging the Hindu yoga religion. For fear of losing customers as well as going against their universal sales pitch, naturally the CEOs will not disclose the Hindu connection. Sri Sri and many others, for example, will proudly recommend for all to follow their religion, and yet when asked what is their religion, the answer is not only none, or equally diluted all, but also to not even be teaching religion. So what is the point of even bringing up religion spirituality. Of course, the CEOs are suffering from megalomania and actually feel they are beyond all religion. Such a deluded individual also robs the beginning student of a comprehensive and effective religious path to which one is said to have gone beyond. The deluded student is often made to believe that they are simply because they say so, 
quote, at the top of the spiritual mountain, unquote. Another blatant example of the dishonesty and duplicity of the CEOs is their very organizational formation. These specific, but they refer to themselves as universal, organizations, claim a nonprofit status. Since their focus is on so-called spirituality and often paying lip service to religions, their nonprofit status was probably obtained by proving adherence to a specific religion, in this case Hinduism. However, it certainly seems that after the legal paperwork is complete, these CEOs, remember that's cult executive officer, never mention their Hindu origins. There is no non-profit status for, quote, spirituality or, quote, new age, unquote. One also has to wonder on hospital forms, etc., what does one put when it says religion? It is also interesting to note how the New Age universalists play fast and loose with the word God. Are these consciously displaced Hindu CEOs Christians? Sage Hindus and their pundits, yogis, and swamis are not monotheists, nor do they pray to God any more than a Christian worships Shiva, Vishnu, or Devi, for example. The popular spiritual gurus of today, with their universalist message, come mainly from the Vaishnava Hindu background. Of course, there are also fundamentalist universalist Saiva Hindus. The so-called universal approach of the fundamentalist universalist has led to an anything-goes-or-nothing-goes philosophy. Sadly humorous, however, is that generally anything-goes-all-is-one except when it comes to registering trademarks, making sure they are well paid, as well as denouncing adherence to a specific religion, though they also say do not judge. One now belongs to this, quote, new universal organization, that is, until the next fad comes along. Selective division is the MO of the fundamentalist universalist. Because of poor teachers and complacent Hindus, we have all manner of nonsense and perversion in the name of yoga, such as yoga, booty, ballet, hot yoga, nude yoga, rough yoga for your dogs, goat yoga, beer yoga. Along with the other sacred Hindu Sanskrit words like guru, mantra, om, pandit, shanti, shakti, yoga is also grossly misrepresented on TV and various forms of advertising. These CEOs have spawned a whole host of spurious yoga teachers. Though, of course, many of these individuals and groups believe their intentions are good. If one is not a Hindu or related sect, by birth or conversion or adoption, one can't really be an authentic teacher of any aspect of yoga. This common sense value would be true of any of the great religious spiritual traditions and their clergy it is actually very easy to discern a phony yoga teacher. A true teacher of any aspect of yoga will be a Hindu or related sect and have a Sanskrit, Tamil, etc. name. Though there is obviously much more involved than simply a name change, there are no real Hatha yoga or any other form of yoga teachers with Christian 
names like John and David and George and Frank and Rodney and Patricia, Sharon, etc. It needs also to be remembered that yoga is a general term within the Hindu dharma. For clarity and correctness, one speaks of karma yoga, bhakti yoga, raja yoga, and jnana yoga, for example. Why are so many afraid to admit that they are Hindu and or studying the Hindu yoga dharma? Are they simply megalomaniacs? Picture personality and price tag do prevail. In denouncing organized religion, and what do we want? Disorganized religion? These cult figureheads have established their own highly structured organizations. Of course, the deceit is evident in that they are pilfering from an already established religious tradition, Hinduism. An ethical person would not participate in this kind of theft. If one does not recognize the obvious truth of existing religious spiritual teachings like the Hindu yogas, a truly creative spiritual person would come up with something entirely new. Here are just a few glaring examples of the cult executive officers, past and present, who have simply taken from the Hindu yoga dharma and created their own mass movements. The program of Maharishi Mahesh Yogi is the single most effective meditation technique available. Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. His mission is to go beyond religion. He does not teach religion. He teaches Sri Sri Yoga. Deepak Chopra. Of course, he can be found at Chopra.com. Need one say more? More than willing to sell their self, he and Sri Sri are both ex-TMers who have started their own personality cults. Chopra is infamous for his many ridiculous statements. Bikram Chowdhury. What more needs to be said about this, quote, guru to the stars, unquote, who is in hiding somewhere? Iyengar Yoga. Even the dot-com Christian evangelists are not brash enough to put their name in front of the Christian religion and its practices. The late Sai Baba, along with other magic tricks, Sai offered up a universal religion. Swami Satchitananda of the Integral Yoga said, This yoga is the basis of all religions. Please do not think that I am a Hindu. And the Hindu scriptures say this, so that is why I am saying it. I don't belong to any particular religion. Swami, quote-unquote, obviously did not forget to continue to refer to himself as a Swami, which is, of course, a Hindu monk. Yogi Desai, speaking of being displaced, this married, quote, yogi, unquote, was kicked out of his own organization for illicit sexual conduct. On a sadly humorous note, he started another organization after disappearing for years. And the original organization, Kripalu, has now become uh, simply an educational institution where yoga has been totally sanitized into something that does not resemble any of its 
reality as Hindu yoga. The late Swami Dayananda from the Arshavidya Gurukulam actually hires non-Hindu, quote, yoga teachers, unquote. Dayananda is quoted as saying, I consider everybody a Hindu until they say they are not. Hmm. The same universal doublespeak can be found in the Sivananda organization, Siddha Yoga, Yoga in Daily Life, Yoga International, Paramahansa Yogananda, and many offshoots like Ananda, to name a few. Swami Rama was another in a growing list of so-called Swamis who don't claim to belong to any particular religion, and then started large universalist movements, teaching Hinduism without admission and its many yogas. Like so many, there was a sexual scandal surrounding the late Swami. Even the current figurehead uses the title Pandit and yet claims to be spiritual and not religious, and certainly not Hindu. These spurious cult figures simply create further phony certified yoga teachers. Subramanya Swami, though he was a strong advocate for Hinduism, this self-appointed Swami and, quote, Satguru, unquote, deceived many and, of course, himself. The late Wayne Dyer. Yes, even many of the self-help gurus on public TV have not only taken on the characteristics of the CEOs, but they have pilfered much of their teachings from the Hindu Yoga Dharma. And one cannot overlook the darlings of the highly materialistic yoga journal crowd, Joyce and the Desi Kachars, pandering to this elitist bunch and being anti-religious and anti-Hindu yoga. They are simply another missing link in the yoga is science fiction camp. The late Rajneesh, of course, created a huge mess in the lives of many and the people of Antelope, Oregon. And, of course, we have the current fad of the ubiquitous sad guru, pun intended, whose picture is, quote-unquote, everywhere. And this fashion guru, though he talks about Adi Nada, or Adi Guru, or Adi Yogi, still blatantly states that he's not teaching the Hindu religion, and that Hindu is not even a religion. Go figure. How many of these universalist ways are there? Simply consider that if it were not for the dedicated and selfless servants of the great religions of the world, and in this case Hinduism, these dishonest CEOs and their massive followings would not have the profound teachings and practices to steal from and repackage. Thankfully, innumerable humble and dedicated devotees far outnumber the corrupt within any religion. Though, of course, many of these CEOs do a lot of good, the end product ultimately elevates their own selves and pocketbooks and puts the student in a deep hole of deception. These CEOs do a great disservice to the student as they deceptively lead them away from any former religion, if they had one, and into, in this case, a quasi-Hindu mindset, 
which places the student in a very precarious mental and emotional situation. Either totally ignorant or simply blinded by greed and or ego satisfaction, the New Age yogis and the CEOs are part of what is often referred to as the world's oldest profession. The solution is actually very simple. Simply declare one's religion. And if qualified, one can teach that religion, while of course respecting the existence of other religions. Though the typical New Ager would be shocked to realize they are dogmatic, they all have a very similar dogmatic cliches, such as, Yoga is for everyone. Yoga is not a religion. I'm spiritual, but not religion. Yoga is science and not religion. Yoga is philosophy and not religion. Following yoga will help you better understand your religion. Religion has rules and rituals. Yoga has none of these. Spirituality unites. Religion divides. Spirituality is God-made. Religion is man-made. I don't follow any religion. I follow all religions. There's only one religion. I follow the pathless path. I don't believe in labels. I follow dharma, not religion. I do yoga. I'm a yoga teacher. Nobody owns yoga. These are just a few of the thoughtless cliches of the New Age spurious yoga movement. In summary, to divorce religion from spirituality and vice versa is to miss the whole point. Specifically, to divorce the practices, like the Hindu yogas, from the religion of Hinduism, Hindu dharma, is to miss the whole point of the complete religious spiritual experience. A mature person can have a way, a path, a religion, while still respecting other religions. We want to try and avoid being a fundamentalist, which means thinking our religion is the only true way as well as avoiding the other extreme of being a New Age universalist, which does not respect the many specific religious paths. Living through these extremist views, one learns that one can follow a religion, a sect within a religion, without being sectarian, or one can adhere to dogma without being dogmatic. One can adhere to fundamentals without being a fundamentalist. And one can practice a love that is universal without being a New Age universalist.